The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Radio show. My name is Frank Barrientos, United States of America, and I'm here with my wonderful, wonderful late night legends. We've got Tressa, we've got Jenny, we've got Kara, and we have our guest Russ, who's going to be talking to us about a little bit of a uh, little bit of some of his expertise, with, which is mostly, from what I understand, some UFOs. But we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, just giving you a quick little rundown on some news. We've got uh, Wazi, Nick, Mick, and Leah. I'll take in the night off. Uh, I think Leia may be joining us. Possibly. She may be coming on. We'll see what happens. Uh, coming up soon, the rest of this month, we've got uh, on the 21st, which is a week from today, Jenny, our cryptid correspondent, is going to be talking to us about Krampus. So I'm very excited about that. And then the week after, Wazzy's going to be taking us through some personally curated Reddit spooky paranormal stories, which are always fun. So, without further ado, I'm going to let Kara do a little bit of the driving here and the heavy lifting, and we will take it in. Go ahead, Kara. Um, so, first, Russ, thanks so much for joining us. Um, you are a UFO expert, UFO hunter. So, your experiences started, you know, from what I got a long, long time ago. Um, what was your first experience with a UFO, with aliens? The first experience would have been around about four year old. I was up in uh, my grandma and granddad's bedroom looking for Christmas presents. And uh, you know, like you do when you're kids, you know? And uh, obviously I shouldn't have been looking for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, uh, my mum and me, me grandma you know talking and shouting downstairs where are you you know so i, I thought i better get out of there and uh i shouts uh i mean bathroom but i were actually walking out of the the bedroom where there's a big window and i looked and i seen this what i thought it was a dustbin man at first coming through the gate and it was like 
when I, when I looked, I thought to myself, it looks like a, it's not a dustbin, man. It looks like a spaceman hmm. with an helmet on. And I sort of like looked down and I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking it's a spaceman. So I, I waved at him and he looked up and I, just put his hand up a, a little bit. And then he started walking backwards and sort of like in the right peculiar way, sort of like not turning around, but half and half if you know what i mean yeah and there's this silver object behind and you could see down and there's a back street um over you know the the um past the, the gate and the yard where the truck used to come up but it's just a, a silver sort of like I, I can't explain because it looked big and it went behind it and this thing shuddered like so and it went up and I looked up and I thought, wow. So I'm going to shout and tell my mum and my grandma, you know, and I thought to myself, I better not because I'm going to be in trouble. You know what I mean? So I said, I went back downstairs, um, flushed the toilet, you know, sort of like, uh, and then, you know, because they were shouting up again, where are you? So I goes downstairs and, you know, I got a bit of a telling off. What you've been doing? Where have you been all this time? Oh, just in bathroom, you know, like, butter won't melt, you know what I mean? So that was one of the, the first things, you know, that, uh, you know, unbelievable, really. Then um, it'd be round about uh, being a, a teenager. Me and my sister were outside, same house, and just playing in back streets, you know, and... I seen this like ball of light in the sky and I shouted to my sister, look, look, you know, a UFO. And she looked and sort of like, sisters don't really bother about stuff like that. Well, it didn't use to anyway, you know what I mean? Sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> and she says, oh yeah. So then it was like um, a couple of years later again, sort of like in me in my teens and we're playing a game of tin can squat it's like hide and seek and as usual i've been the first one to get caught and so i'm up at the top of uh, the the back street where we were playing this game we're about uh oh, 15 20 of us because it was summer holidays you know, um, school were out and, and what have you. So what happened next was I was sat down, you know, because the game's still going on and there's a nail sticking out of ground where there used to be uh, a, a garage and it had been demolished and there was just a nail sticking out of ground. So as I'm sat down and looking around and watching gaming played, I looked up and I noticed this massive, massive big object. And it was red and white, you know, like uh, an orange, you know, segments, you know, like um, red, white, red, white, red, white, all the way around. It was massive. So I turn around and I'm shouting, look, look, a UFO. And the game is still being played. So there are, there's like, my friend's shouting, shut up, you're spoiling the game just because you've been caught. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm saying, no, seriously, look, there's a UFO. So one by one, all the little heads were pop, 
creeping up from behind walls and garages, you know, and over fences and, and, and what have you. And, you know, there's like somebody, all this is going on, there's people running now, friends running, and there's still people shouting, oh, you're and then they're shouting, oh, look, there is a UFO. I've just told you the one, you know. <laughs> and this object moved from left to right, and they're saying, it's an air balloon. I'm saying, no, it's not. Look, there's no basket underneath, you know what I mean? And there's no people, and you can't have any people without a basket, you know what I mean? Definitely. So it, it's sort of like all, all this mayhem, like 20 kids running around screaming and sort of like running off watching where it's moving to and as usual i'm lasting in line sort of like running over at road sort of thing and i said where did it go and it just went behind this cloud you know so like we all walked back to where we'd been playing at the top of the street and, and what have you and my friend said, we're going to have to call this something. You know, we're going to have to call this day or call it, you know, where we've seen it something. So I said, well, why not call it Nail Point? Because I was sat here and there's a nail sticking out of the ground. At this point is where I saw it. So the funny thing is, 20, about 15, maybe longer um, years later, I had a shop and uh, my friend who said that, we're going to have to call it a name, give it a name. He actually came in the shop. I hadn't seen him because uh, for like 15 years longer because he'd been in army and he'd just come out of army. He'd been in tank regiment. And he, he walks in the shop and he goes, Russ, is that, is that you? And he goes, yeah, and he goes, is this your shop? And I says, yeah. The next thing he says, do you remember Nail Point? How could I forget it? So that must have had an impact on him. To remember, you know, sort of like that, you know what I mean, to, to ask me. I hadn't seen him for like 15 years. The first thing apart from his, your shop is like, you know, do you remember Nail Point? And, you know. Stuck with him. Made an impression. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, that had been about uh, 15, I, I should imagine, I'm about uh, 14 or 15 years old when it actually happened. And um, I used to, I never went to school. I, yeah, I was sort of like bullied and never went to school and I had a rifle and a motorbike. And sort of like, so I used to go down and uh, sort of like mess about uh, on my motorbike and what have you. So not long after, it was me, uh, me, it was Christmas and my mum and dad bought me a, a motorbike. You know, like I said, I had this passion for motorbikes and, and what have you. So what happened was, because I'd started work, I was 16 and I'd started a job. Straight after I'd left school, the, the next day I walked into a job. Uh, but, you know, it was one of these things where I had this motorbike bought for me under the proviso that, you know, you you know, you know don't mess up, you, you know, you, you've got to work, you've got a job and you, you get in at a reasonable hour, you know, and uh, you don't drink. So I said, yeah, I, I never have drunk, you know what I mean? I might look as if I'm a, a bit of a beer spuller and what have you, but I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? So the thing is, I went out on my motorbike, it was after tea, finished work after after tea, and uh, riding around, and uh, 
I thought, oh, it's getting late now. I better get in, you know, sort of like keep me mum happy and my dad happy, you know what I mean? And I'm riding down this road and I've rode down it many times before. And there's like this tunnel in the middle of the road. And I'm thinking, wow, like this is strange because it wasn't there a couple of nights ago. And I'm thinking, how did it just get there? You know what I mean? Because when you're building anything, it takes time, obviously. Definitely. So anyway, I've gone through this tunnel now. And uh, the next thing I know, I'm in this darkened room. And now I'm, I'm sort of like sat in this, like a dentist chair. And I have these, when I looked it up, and I'm talking about looking right up, there's like these creatures and they're like 15 foot tall, like Nesferatu, you know, like a, the French Dracula. Yeah. And I am absolutely, you know, sort of like shocked, petrified. And uh, I'm sort of like, think I'm going to get out of here. And I couldn't. One of them came around and in these dark blue, like, um, skin tight uniforms like frogmen and one of them injected in back of my neck i don't know what it was i'm saying injected it felt like it were an injection but i didn't see any because it was darkened room and a, a couple of them had like overalls these coveralls like at front like not no like more like a a thing like a what do you call them uh, uh, like a, a yeah, um, a cover all bibs or so like a, like a mechanics white. uniform. So just like one piece. No, it's it's just round. It were like rounding. Um, oh, okay. And so it's you know I'm thinking to myself, and it's that's why. And I'm looking, and there's another one that's got like this apron, I should say. Okay. Um, on, and there's all the rest, and and I'm sort of like really worried. You know, um, so what happens next is I'm pushed back and told to go back and sort of like now um, they put this thing uh, comes down and they put this tube down in my mouth and on the end of this tube is an helmet and it comes down over my head and I am absolutely freaking out, you know, it's like... Yeah. This is why I never like going to dentists anymore. Yeah. So now I'm being serious as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I've got this helmet on, and now we it seems like we're I'm raised up, and there's an arena, and there's all this information, and in this arena, there's um, like this big screen, and all of a sudden there's like information coming across. And it's like uh, um, basic battle skills, and it's telling you all sorts of information. And when I looked at side of me and other side, I noticed there's other people in, in the same position as me. Oh. Huh. Like how all, many? Oh. <clears throat> maybe 50, 100. It's a lot. And, oh, and wow. blow them as what you know. So and it's and and and, and the, 
you know, I'm having to concentrate. I'm looking, but it's like keep forward and, you know. So all this is going on. And the next thing, I'm back down. And now I'm on my motorbike. But I'm going so slow that I'm almost falling off my motorbike. So I'm having to put my throttle back and straighten my bike back up, going around this corner. And I'm thinking, do I look? Do I look back? You just got to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking back, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, oh, there's no there. Thank God for that. You know what I mean? So I'm carrying on my journey home. Get some, um, go through the yard and, and what have you, and uh, parks my bike up. And um, I'm thinking, lights, lights are all usually on, you know? And uh, it, it, it looks a bit, you know, it, it looks a bit later than it, it really is, you know, sort of thing. But I haven't got a watch on as such. And I'm just knocking on the door and my mum opened the door. <clears throat> and the, the, the look was enough, you know what I mean? You, you know, women's, in, you know, like... You don't have to say anything, but that look. Your mom like, would always know. Oh, pardon? I said like your mom will always know when there's something different. Yeah, like you're late. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, what you been doing? What have you been up to? You know what I mean? She didn't, but I know what you're saying, yeah. Um, so she, what you been doing? You know, sort of like you, you were told to, to come in at a reasonable hour. What time do you call this? And I'm thinking to myself, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. What time? Two o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. And what time did you think it was? Well, I, I think it was about eleven o'clock, and I, oh. I, I think I've, oh. I've gone past um, a clock, wow. and I looked, and it, it was like eleven o'clock, and I thought, oh, it's a bit. I better get home. You know what I mean? And it's on the, it's on that part of the journey when I was going home. You know, when I'd gone past this clock and I'd, I'd seen that the, you know, the time. So 11, 12, one, like three, two. Three hours you know, lost. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't that far away from home. So if you take off maybe, maybe sort of like um, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. So it's over, you know, call it two hour and a half or, or whatever. So. You know, sort of like getting, just, you know, sort of like, wait until I tell your dad, you know, sort of like, just you wait until I tell your dad. I'm thinking, ooh, you know, I'm in the, you know, now I sort of thing. And it was back, oh, getting, you know what I mean, sort of thing. So I'm getting hit by my mum, you know what I mean, sort of like getting. So, and I thought, to, and where and where, where have you been? Just where have you been? And I'm thinking to myself, no, don't tell her because if you tell her, she's really gonna go to town. You know what I mean? She's gonna believe me. <laughs> yeah. If I tell her what's just happened, she's gonna say, You're on drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. You're on drugs, aren't you? You know what I mean? It's like And if she did believe you, there'd be nobody there either. There's no way to get there's no way you could have told her. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. Well, <laughs> Later on, I found out that um, maybe she would have believed it because this was just the start of it. You know, can this, I, can, this wow. 
This Can I just... ask you about like earlier before the the missing time incident? Do you feel like maybe they had been visiting for since your childhood and maybe you just didn't have the memory of that or even missing time that you couldn't account for before that incident? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was once because um, I'm trying to fit it all in because there's that. You know, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Quite a lot. I used to go um, to this place. It was about um, 10 streets away. And it was uh, behind an old clubhouse and there were a petrol station above and then streets below and behind that there were, um, you know, sort of like some allotments and stuff. And, you know, like your mum and dad used to say, or, well, mostly your mums used to say, don't go on to the clubby, you bad bad lads and lasses hang around on there, you know what I mean, sort of thing. And I'm, oh, all right then, you know, when they're older than you and the and those bad lads and lasses had sort of like moved on. They'd all left school and, and what have you. And sort of like, now we we were on there. So we were the bad lads and, and lasses and what have you, if you know what I mean. So I used to go on um, and we used to have a den, you know what I mean? And we used to have all sorts like air rifles and magazines and sort of like, you know, air guns and um, cigarettes and, you know, Am I allowed to say that anymore? Oh, you know, yeah. so, <laughs> the usual things of teenagers, if you know what I mean, back then. And um, just messing about, having a laugh, you know what I mean? And shooting at a dartboard, you know, there's this big dartboard. And just shoot, you know what I mean? Not Nothing bad or anything, you know. And there were a couch, a settee and what have you. And we'd try to obviously be grown up, if you know what I mean, sort of like, and... One of the friends had um, like a bottle of beer and, and stuff. And yeah. And so anyway, there's all this going on. And it, um, you know, your friends, when you, when you, when you're getting older as well, the same things happen to you as happened to the, the previous lads and lasses that yeah. you stand around. And that is you're getting older and sort of like most of them couldn't be bothered going on there anymore, but I had not to do. And I went to see if any of my friends were around. And the one, so um, I was messing about with uh, um, air pistols and, um, you know, sort of like all of a sudden it went really strange, like dark and like there were a, a whirlwind, you know, around. And it were really bizarre, you know, never known anything like it. And the next thing, it light, lightened up a bit and then... What happened was I thought, right, I better get home, you know. So as I went over this sort of like um, wall to get out of there, I looked up at the petrol station and there were a bus going past and the bus, the lights um, were on and inside the light, um, inside the bus were lights that were on and it was dark. And I thought to myself, that's odd. So when I got in, my mum and dad were going out. They'd gone out, right, yeah? And there were my grandma and my sister. And what was said was, where have you been again? You know, and I used to watch wrestling and used oh. to have a stay on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. At quarter past four, right, yeah? And wrestling were on telly. Yeah. It was like six o'clock, you know, and I'm sort of like in trouble now because I'm in late, my tea's been burnt, it's in, you know what I mean, in oven, 
and sort of like, and I'm getting told off, you know, you should get in if, you know, meals have been made for you. You know, your mum's, and she's out and she's worried about you. She's ringing up now. Is he home yet? Spoiling her night out and what have you with me dad. So I'm thinking, oh, I know what's going to happen now. You know what I mean? When she gets in, you know what I mean? I'm I'm for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's of, 100%. So I get the dog lead. You know, you used to get it with dog lead if you misbehaved. No? You uh, get I, no, I, I got the, the wooden spoon. I got the belt. Oh, yeah. The, oh, don't talk to me. But yeah, I know the wooden spoon. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, you know, when she came in, yeah, I thought to myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go upstairs. I ain't gonna go through this again. You know what I mean? It's, it's like I'll just go to my bedroom, listen to some music. You know what I mean? And I'm listening to music, and I'm walking sort of like by my mum looking over me. What have you been doing now? Anyway, so that was another incident, missing time. You know, sort of like no UFOs as such, just a. Um, you know, the, the wind, you know, were, were almost tearing trees apart and what have you. Really frightening. Really frightening. Still very it went serious. Back, yeah. You know? So, I'm, I'm really curious about, like, your, like, the scariest one. Because it sounds like, I mean, like, I, terrifying, but, like, the scariest time. Oh, well, scary, believe me. Well, yeah, <laughs> what no. Was the, what was the scariest <laughs> one? <laughs> no, I wouldn't tell you about that now. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it, it's like so the next time, because I mean the scariest, right? The scariest is when they took my memory from me. Yeah, that was unbelievable. I haven't I haven't got to that yet, really, but um because the thing is the next the next step is when the when I'm taken and put into I'm put into this unit. Okay. So that's oh. that's something that they did to you, or that's how they looked. No, that's that's one of them's me there. Okay. In the middle. Oh, oh you're in the oh. middle. Well, well, that this is like thirty years ago. You got to remember, I sort of like I used to do a lot of training as well, so I'm 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 sort of like busted up now, because okay. the thing is, what happened was. Um, if talking about scary things, really, um, is that I basically have something called ME now. You know, myalgia encephalitis. Oh. No? I'm not familiar. Um, it's known as um, fibromyalgia. Okay. Burnout, you know. So I've been for tests. I had um, scans on my brain and, and all sorts because I were a mess. Right, yeah. Now, what happened was that, uh, well, one Sunday, my dad had been to the shop, he'd got some papers, and he, he put them down in the ear, you know, sort of like, so he says, uh, you know, like there's a couple of papers there. So I said, do you want a, a cup of tea making? He says, yeah. So I went in his room. So I'm looking at these papers, and I'm turning around, and I'm just about to go into the kitchen, and I'm reading his paper. And all of a sudden, I mean, I'm, I'm not good at spelling and reading to start off with, but I'm finding it hard to read. And I'm finding it hard to, to make sense. And there was something, something, and I just felt like there was something 
being pulled out of my head. And my dad came in and he says, did you make us that tea? And I just looked at him and it, and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't speak to him. I couldn't, I couldn't talk, I couldn't converse with him because you, there was just something wrong, you know? So, and yeah. so I just went to say to him, uh, no, uh, I'll go make it now. And as I said that to him, it came out wrong. It, it, it just came out all different words, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, and I'm I'm trying to 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 think and and say to him, you know, sort of like I'll I'll make it for you. I'm just reading this, and you know, and he said, "Are you all right?" And I and I I just said, "No." Yeah, definitely. Something, and I I, I said to him, "Something's wrong," and it's it's all over the place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and I could just feel this, just. I could feel that my memory being taken from me. And what happened? My dad shouted up to my mum, uh, Rita, I'm going to have to take our us to hospital. There's something wrong with him. Yeah. I heard, I, I think I heard my sister saying there's something being wrong with him for a long time. But anyway, that's terrifying, though. Like, what do you do? My, my dad took me. I mean, my, my dad. Um, that's a funny situation because my dad went in a secret atom bomb test. I've got a picture of him in his uniform and an atom bomb as well. And sort of like, um, you know, that anyway, so that was previous, but you know what I mean? That's a bit odd. So he grabs hold of me, picks me up, you know what I mean? And puts me in the car, takes me to hospital. And so I'm just sort of like sat there. I don't know what's going on. Can't talk, can't speak. I've got pains in my eyes, and I'm I, I'm sort of like going deaf and sort of like so I don't know where I am. I'm, that's all I remembered. I remembered then um, being in this room, and there were a window at the side of um, the the bed, and what had happened is they'd put me. In, they said to me, me, me dad, you know, come back and what have you, and we'll we'll look and see what it is. But it don't look good, you know. They said if it's one of five things, it's probably not going to make it, right? So, my dad comes now with my mum, and they're looking through this window. What they've done is from um, this hospital, they're taking me to the hospital next door to a special isolation ward. So I'm in an isolation unit now, right, yeah? And yeah. sort of like, they don't know whether I'm, what's going to happen. I'm going to live or die. I went in there three days and I came back round. Me, me hearing came, my sight came back. Wow. I could speak. My memory, well, you know, that was sort of like, it, it's a miss a little bit, you know? And, um, you know, they, they let me home. So that was, that was the scariest, more oh. or less, you know, because I, I thought that were it. I honestly thought I'm not long for this world. Yeah, to be that's honest. definitely terrifying. Yeah, that would be terrifying. Absolutely. Yeah. Then um, another, another thing, um, strangely enough, was I'd gone upstairs, I'd, 
been on my bike and what have you uh, after tea and I wasn't going out that night. Usually I'd go out every night and um, my mate wasn't bothered about going out and we'd had a fallout. That was a strange thing as well. It was about going. He said that we went one way on his journey home, right, yeah? We'd been out um, on a, on his motorbike. He was on the back of my chopper, right, yeah? And he's, he says that we went this way. And I said, no, we went that way. And, you know, and he was a bit annoyed. And I says, I should know. I said, I were riding, I were riding the chopper. I should know. You were on the back. I should know. And he didn't speak to us. We had a meeting next day. It won't go on the back of my bike to, to his meeting. We'll, go, you know, sort of like, so, you know, sort of like, he was not happy with me. And I'm saying, well, what, what, you know, what way did you go? And he says, I went this way, um, past the um, the three nuns. And I says, I was opposite part of, you know, sort of like about uh, 20 mile away in opposite direction. And, you know, it just didn't fit. So he said we went one way. I remembered going another way home. So how's that possible? How's that possible? Yeah. You know, uh, we went we went past um, this place, Blubber Houses, and it's uh, there's a big um, US uh, base there. Uh, men were full. It's RAF, but it, it's like US. It's all white with like these big, massive golf balls, um, buildings, mm. all white. It looks like some out of Star Wars. And this is like 25 years ago. Still there. And now I think they've got like, there's there's one place and it's got pyramid buildings now rather than these. Mm. Anyway, so Strange. I'm laid on this bed in my bedroom, listening to some, um, I was listening to some music and what have you. And the door were a bit open. And um, what happened? My sister was going to the bathroom. She'd been watching television downstairs. So um, I'm, like I say, listening to this music and what have you, and I'm looking, and my old wall, the gable end of the wall, turned black, jet oh. black, blacker than black. Wow. And then the next thing, these figures walk through me, my uh, bedroom wall, like uh, shadow people. And... The 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 one at the front, you know, came across like and they were like too big to they, they felt like too big to to be in, in my room. They were massive. And um <clears throat> so there were a conversation going on and they're telling me you're doing and oh, no, I'm not doing that. Oh yeah, gonna no, I'm not gonna do that. So there's this conversation uh, going on and my sister now is going upstairs to the bathroom and she can hear us talking. And she got to, she says, is that you in there? Who are you talking to? And I says, oh, oh, these, I'm, I'm telling them I'm, I'm not, go away. So my sister, she's the, right, she went into the bathroom. Then next she must have come out. And she says, um, can I come in? And I says, yeah. So she opened the door. She said, are you all right? And I said, all right, well, them. 
Well, where are they? She says, nobody's gone. I haven't heard anybody go downstairs. I said, oh, they've gone back for a wall. And she went, what? I said, oh, they went back for a wall. And she, all right, so she says, uh, I won't be a minute. So she went downstairs and I could hear her. And she said to me, mum and dad, she says, there's something wrong with our us, you know. She says, he's talking to somebody up in his bedroom and there's nobody there, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of these things where that that day, that, that time now, right, yeah, I was scared stiff. That's, a, a, you know, really scared. I can imagine, yeah. And they took me downstairs. My mum said, come on, you're all right, because I was, I was, I was um, crying. I was just, you know, I, I can't really remember 100%. I know that I was in a state. So what happened? I went downstairs and this, this, come on, have a drink, have a drink of tea. You know, tea always makes things better, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Drink of tea. But anyway, I'm sat down and I can tell you exactly when it was because um, Stormy Norman had um, invaded um, Kuwait. So, well, that's uh, 91, August 91. Yeah. It was. Um, I've got it written down anyway because, you know, sort of like uh, with all me. I don't know the exact date, but that down, sounds down about here. right for the the Kuwait desert storm stuff. But uh, is it? Well, that's all the other stuff anyway. But it's all it's in there. But um, so the thing is, you know, like because all this war going on, I'm just saying, no, no, dad, you know. So they turned television off, and my mum didn't go to work for three days. You know, um, I had to go to doctors. I went on to doctors and um, basically I had to go in hospital. But they didn't know, again, they didn't know what were up with me. And in this particular hospital, um, when I'd gone in, I uh, well next to this, this chap, this old man, and we're talking to him. Next thing he died, you know what I mean? The pulse sheet, uh, what do you call it? Surround, uh, curtains around. Right, right. And I thought to myself, you know what? That's going to happen to me. So I just put my clothes on and walked out of hospital. And uh, Do you think if you would have stayed there, that might have happened to you? Well, I've just, uh, there were all this going through my mind. I don't know. I was just thinking, you know. Right. I was thinking that they sent me here and someone's just died. I'm going to die. You know what I mean? That that was my way of thinking. You know, you know, I can't explain it. You know, so um, I rung up. Um, I, I I got to telephone, not like mobiles now these days, and and rung and said to me, Dad, can you come and pick me up? Well, where are you? So they've let me out, and um, I told him where I was, you know, and where to meet me. And so I was sat on this wall, and my dad came and sort of like. Got in car and he says, "Are you okay?" And I says, "Yeah, I'm all right, Dad." And he says, "You know, well, why, why, why have they let you out?" He says, "You know, just and he goes, oh, let me. I want to go home." So I went home, and there were a phone call. You know what I mean? Um, and have you got? And yeah, he's here. Have you lost? <laughs> yeah, he's here. You know what I mean? Sort of like that's right. my mum ringing up, and sort of like she says, "Look, you know, there were an incident, and you know, can't blame him." You know what I mean? Sort of like, um, so after that, it was hospital appointments all the time. 
um you know uh one time two um doctors were talking they said it didn't know any better it's like you think he had space sickness you know and um in my medical records it actually says that um my doctor makes a comment right yeah in my notes and it said mr kelly's in the ufo group oh that's strange that's interesting you know that's in my book is that actually hang on now i have a question not you know not about the abductions themselves or anything um you know it it looks like you kind of talk about like cryptids and everything too we've had a guest talk about maybe cryptids you know like bigfoot is an alien what is your thought on that uh, or what about mothman mothman is you know said to be an alien right Kara's making um we had this particular guest come on who said that even extraterrestrials are like demons like how do you feel about it well i'll show you that way uh well let's put it this way right yeah Don't get me wrong, you know, I'm, I'm not into war, you know, I might look it and sort of like, you know, like, and, you know, have air rifles go shooting and what have you, I don't anymore, but I used to, motorbikes and all this. Now, my way of thinking, right, if some something by the very nature takes you, abducts you, that abduction is being taken away without your consent, right, yeah? So yeah, that's not a good thing for a start off, right? You know what I mean? It's like, so how, how people can say that, oh, my experience, you know, was like whatever, you know, love, all love and light and all this lot. You know, I, I've always, oh, you know what I mean? But I can understand it now because there is a syndrome called the Stockholm syndrome, okay. right? Yeah. And that basically, it's, your, it's your, your, your brain's way of basically trying to come to terms with what's going on, and it, it tries to, you know, find the common denominator. Right, you start to identify with, with captors, yeah. Yeah, and sort of like, so, and in some cases, you know, these people that have been, um, you know, um, taken and held captive um, have relationships with the people that's taken them or you know sort of like um kept them hostage and what have you so it's and th that's there to 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 make them you know get over and to, so they don't basically so they don't get killed you know what i mean so it's it's your brain's fail safe system to keep you alive you know so and and that's a fact you know you can you can look it up uh, the, there's something else. Um, uh, uh, there's something else called oh, uh, some trauma. Um, uh, it's it's basically the same. It, it's the same kind of thing. So I, I've always, you know, thought to myself, oh, but that could be a reason why they have this a different experience to what I've had. You know, um, having said that. You know, when I were over there, I wanted to be home, and now I'm home, and I've got no family, only a sister left. And what have you? I prefer to be back over there any day. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. So, 
one of the things, right, which is how to explain, right, when we're taken, right, yeah, where the, the technology, what they use, we've got these suits on. So the, the last time, I, um, oh, let me explain, how can I put it? When I was in this situation, going through this tunnel, it's happened in other ways as well, but mostly going through this tunnel. When I've been sat in this chair, the, the last time I remembered uh, what happened was we, we didn't have the helmet put on. We had the injection, right, yeah? And then I was down in this room, and it had a checkerboard floor. And what happened was we was um, giving this stuff to drink. First, I, I thought to myself, I've got no clothes on. I'm in a line. There's a load of blokes and um, both sides, and I'm thinking, what the heck's going on here? And there's this mist all around us. Then there's like heat, so it's like we've had a shower sort of thing, right? And now, what happens? This um, stuff, this thing comes down. The wall comes forward. These tubes come down. I'm drinking. We're told to drink this stuff, and it made us sick. This sluice came down from this wall, and we're sick into this sluice. And we did this a few times, for about four or five times, and had this water, being sick and what have you. And then when we'd finished being sick and what have you, what happened? This sluice went back up, right? The wall went back, and then the same thing, it went this mist around us, and then it's like basically a shower, and then we dry. You know, there's like a heat blowing. So it's like we dry. Then this wall comes forward again, and inside's a locker, and we we told to put this uh, uniform on. It's white and it's very thin material. Put it on, and it like as it, we're putting it on, it almost fastens itself. And it's got two like buttons and a knob at top to the my left ear. Now we're told to put an helmet on, and we're told never to um, touch this rifle unless we've got an helmet on because uh, the rifle. Is a sound weapon. Oh. Put the sound weapon out and uh, put these magazines, but the magazines weren't bullets. They were battery packs and they were free and they put them on the side. And the go one goes up where a magazine normally goes for a, a rifle. Um, instead of using, like I say, rounds, uh, bullets, it uses the power. These are battery packs, power. And there's at the side, there's a knob where uh, you put control, you know, like the, uh, the power. Yeah. So then what happens, we're, we're basically then told, that goes back and everything. So now we, we're told to turn to us left. So we turn to us left. And what happens, these things come up out of the ground and they're like tubes. And on top of the, the tubes are like crystal balls. And power goes all the way up. It powers these crystal balls up and they're hovering. And when the person's gone in front of me through this big doorway, what happens is the now the one where I'm stood here now, at side of me, we've got his rifle over his shoulder, his back and what have you, and we're told to put a couple of hands over the top of these crystal ball-like objects, and then these tubes go back down. They're like pillars, you know what I mean? Yeah, They're definitely. all pillars or tubes. And so th those tubes go down back into the ground and these things now are overing 
And as soon as you've, you've cupped your hands, now I'm out going through this doorway. And the thing is, um, there's like all the, the information coming up on um, this visor telling us, of course, we've got an helmet on. And it's telling us where we are. And the next thing, you know, told to get in a formation and basically a battle fight, a battle um, starts and there's a firefight uh, with these aliens and they're massive and they're like um, half dragon, half human. Wow. And, um, you know, so where are you at for this? Where is got... it another planet or where where is this happening? Right, well, we've been all over. We've been to different planets. We've been on Earth, different places on Earth, different countries. Um, the last program I were on, um, uh, no, I say last, about uh, going on for three years ago, talking about we'd been in uh, the borders um, along Russia, along, you know, like Russia, and I told them that there were a war coming. So, but it's not like a war that, you'd normally think i said it, it's more like it's like a civil war i said it, it's it's unbelievable but, but it's a war and there's a war going on and it's not only in my country you know it's america and everybody's like involved in it and sort of like having said that i were on an hour show and the person spoke 45 minutes before on the the segment that i were on and then when i started talking spoke over me for 15 minutes and i could only get this bit in at the end about the war that were coming and um i've got some pictures of it as well i've drawn pictures of it um if you've what, got what them I, to show us we'd love to see them i think take your time to take as well that's the shadow Pretty dark, actually, when I come to think of it. Uh, that's a shadow people coming through oh. the wall. Wow, yeah, yeah, we see it. Yeah. So where's the... Uh... Where the heck? That is... Uh... That's these giants and the military working alongside them. All that stuff from I, don't know. I didn't realize that all my stuff is all over, right? So, yeah, that's um, we're a very good yeah. artist. Um, I was gonna ask you so, you have a book that you've put a lot of this information into, Would yeah, you... it's, it's been out on it's, it's on um, Amazon, yeah. Please, please tell us about oh. it so our listeners can maybe pick up a copy. We'd love to uh, uh put it out there for you. So it's called ET Rider, ET Rider, okay. Yeah, obviously that's me coming back out of the tunnel. It actually were more rounded than that. Um, so that is, uh, I'm just looking at the other. Now, there were um, a pyramid. There were like three pyramids on this uh, planet, which I I still think, you see, what you've got to remember is that, um, like I say, a lot of my memory were wiped. So I had 100% memory. Yeah. Right, yeah. But unfortunately, you know, sort of like um, 
you know, it was sort of like, um, it was like white, if, if you know what I mean. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Does that person have like a, like a horse's head that kind of looks like yeah, an yeah. animal human alien yeah. hybrid? Yeah, there's, there's different types. That's a, that's, that's a, the, the thing, you know, um, and there's the, the thing is, it's like most of the time we were fighting this dragon race, the green dragons. Um, and the, the thing is, uh, like, uh, all right, just found, just found the pictures. Hang on. There you go. I've shown you them anyway, but, uh, sure. So w- what happens is that, um, Oh, that's the document. Flipping it. Uh, that's a document where it says. It's a bit it small says, for us uh, to read, but if you. Mr. Kellett uh, is in a UFO group. And that's from the medical records. It says there, medical records and what have you. So let me ask you this question. Are you saying that because that was part of your medical record, maybe the doctors who had examined you grouped you together with other people that might have had a similar experience and therefore had a group and a label for it. That's what it sounds like. Never spoke about it. You know what I mean? But yeah, it sounds as if. I would um, not be surprised, to be honest. I would not be surprised. Maybe just a a subtle note. Yeah. So if you're in the know and you're reading that note, if you're in the know, you know what it means, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was right. So the thing is, these these um, globes that uh, these like crystal balls, right? Yeah, um, that that you see, right? What what we use, uh, you know, like uh, is a mechanism, right? Yeah, and it's a teleportation mechanism, but also um, uh, like time, like a, a time machine type of thing. Teleportation would would be yeah it would be space time. Now we can slow down. We can slow this teleportation down by the the top button, right? You press it in and turn this dial, and what happens is when you do that, that button that's in, you turn it, press the button in, and um, the dial is like seconds, and when it pops out, what it is when you press it in. You can walk through solid matter, right? Oh. Okay. Your neck, warm. So uh, you walk through solid matter, and that's like huh. goose. It's like get out of easy, right? Yeah. So you'll you'll go through solid objects, right? Yeah. And right. You, you can't be seen apart from one thing. We turn into something which is very similar to what people say to see, which are shadow people. Oh, so, oh. so, you're, right? so, you're, so, so your form changes, your your mass, your material changes. Yeah. So you look like a shadow person, but it's the method that you're using to travel is what yeah. you're saying. Okay, so I get it. is that when people talk about seeing shadow people like in a haunting or something like that, is that what people are seeing? Well, this is a big question. Because you asked us about Bigfoot and, and, and what have you. Uh-huh. So the thing is, right? So there's shadow people. Some people say that they see shadow people. Right. In fact, I was watching, I've been watching that. Um, oh, there's uh, the lady and the two blokes. And um, they've started seeing shadow people 
on television oh you must what is it now um oh big it's something <clears throat> is it i mean there's you the, must know it there's you a must show know in, the search series. Of bigfoot. in search of bigfoot is a show but i'm not sure who the hosts are no it's not i, I think they call it expedition okay expedition bigfoot is it Expedition bigfoot is the show oh. yep she's yeah. she, she's blonde the lady's blonde and she's worked with um primates jean you know goodall pardon jean goodall yeah i think that that must yeah and there's somebody called russell some or other and so the, anyway so the thing is the last time on on the show i remembered it showed you that they'd filmed uh shadow people right okay. so the other thing what they say they've seen like you asked me before about you know cryptozoology and bigfoot is that they seem to see these two orbs these these lights these orbs well the thing is when we're traveling the two orbs right yeah we're traveling between do you understand what i'm saying so it's definitely. a case of it, 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 yeah we definitely are putting it together here so if you're seeing orbs that's us oh. right that's that's okay. us traveling right so, yeah so okay in different so stages of your travel of, you go from like shadow people and then you become orbs or at some point in the travel right. no when when we're traveling right yeah when we're traveling that's a normal that is a normal uh, mode of transport um as in uh teleportation right yeah okay okay and it, it's fast but when we're now when we've uh, landed and and basically we we're now in his unit what happens is if we get into heavy fire and we can't get out of the situation right yeah and we've been told not to leave right yeah and we've got to fight the only way apart from telling hq get us out of here right yeah and those two orbs basically take us back to hq oh. but if we're if we've been told to stay there right yeah what we do is like i say press the button turn the dial right yeah and then what happens is we disappear so it's hard to shoot at something that you can't see apart from there's just that little bit that that you know sort of like that does you know if you're looking you you, you know what I mean? you know what you're looking for if you know that if, if that's how we get out of um, a problem by using that technology but it's hard to see, but sometimes it just depends. Sometimes it's easier than than others to see us. And then sometimes you can't, you know what I mean? The only effect is this silhouette around. Gotcha. So, and it's only when we, when we use the power unit, when we use it on as uniform, as life suit, that makes it slow down and go through solid matter so we can go through things and, and then they can't see us. So if we go through a wall, they're not going to see us up the other side, are they? I got, so know, I got a question saying. for you. So you, you found yourself in a situation, maybe we don't know how you got there, but you found yourself in a situation almost being conscripted into what seems like some sort yeah. of intergalactic war. It yeah. sounds like that. Do you have an idea or do you have a perception of why or who you're fighting or where... It oh, yeah. sounds like there's a good possibility you may not even be within our planetary system, right? 
So do you do you know why or, or where? Yeah, I'm curious. Well, yep. Like I was saying, that um, I've, I've been on this planet, um, like in in Europe, Eastern Europe. Uh, I told you about what I said about the war. This is nearly three years ago now. Right, right. Being in America, South America, um, being in my own country, being in underground bases, being on other planets. The uh, the moon and Mars, so you know the, there's a lot of places where we've been, and the thing is we've come a, a, a against, you know, sort of like I've got to be careful what I say here. Sure, sure. But let's let's just say that um, there's uh, military units in in most countries that um, that have soldiers that are doing this, right? Uh, sometimes. It's like, for instance, um, you don't have to be a, a soldier, regular soldier, to have been taken and put into one of these units. And someone said, oh, no, that's rubbish. Someone told me, oh, that's rubbish. Um, no, they won't take you. They, they won't take you because they want, um, you know, a, a, a seasoned soldier and sure. what have you to take. Something that they don't want. And I'll tell you for why. Because they want somebody... Who hasn't been brainwashed, right? Yeah, you, you could say in a way, and told that. what to do by somebody else's military, mm. if you know what I mean. So the way they look at it, they they've already had their mind mm. sort of like stamped. They're looking for their a, clean slate. A clean slate, exactly. Yeah. So this is why they, they take us. But the most, the, the you know, one of the things what I've, I've got to tell you now is that um, most of the special unit, the guards, the women on the planet that look after our planet, right, yeah? I should say our planet, I'm saying our planet. Look after the aliens' planet, look after um, the cities, and they look after um, other places where we've got bases. The women, right, yeah, are from Earth, right, yeah? And what it is, uh, all guards and the special guards in a telepathic unit. Now it's because that for some reason the women from planet Earth have this ability to to see people materializing from this technology half an hour before they turn up. So I don't know how it works with timing, what have you? Sure, yeah. But they can some they can ten minutes, but the real special guards half an hour. And they're where all the hierarchy live. You know what I mean? And they're guard. And this is why they're in a war to stop this other alien race of like these dragon, the half men, half half dragon. That's just one. That's just one of the alien types. Then we've got the 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 reptiles. Um, the the what, what do you call them? The more reptiles. The Scientologists. Say again. Is that like the Scientologists? They, you know, the reptilian, because they believe in like reptilian extraterrestrials. Yeah, they, they're involved? very similar. One's more like a dragon, and more, okay. and 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 the others more. Uh, they're still reptiles, aren't they? Sure, they're yeah. Both the, the same, but one's more like a dragon, and and one's more like um, what you see, you know, sort of like, um, like an iguana, and then there's ibis. And the, the ones that you've got to watch are the, the tall blue ones, like um, the tall alien, tall alien greys, tall alien blues. 
Now, they're in league with the Chinese and they've got some real technology. Sinister, real, real wow. stuff. Unbelievable. And you, you, it's it's like I when I first were, were taken, they said, well, what's it like? You know, what's all this, you know, what you've seen? And I, I just, it's like magic. Just like magic. You just could not believe, you know. What they what these things are capable of doing, what they can do, and it's just like magic. I mean, I think the scariest aspect of it is, I mean, you have an idea of what they can do, what they can't do, but then there's just so much more that you you may not even know or may not even be able to perceive of what they can yeah. or cannot do. Yeah, the thing is though, it's happening now. It's happening all around you. Don't don't think what I what I said was going to happen. I said it's going to have a civil war in all the countries. It's going to be the same. Well, I've never known, I, you know, we had two years where people were beaten by police, elderly men and women, and told to wear face masks and what have you, be injected with this, well, you know. Kind of, and, uh, that's kind and, of uh, happening already. I'll, I'll, you know what I mean? I better be careful what I say because, yeah. believe me, you'll go off air, you know. but we it, Well, speaking of, I, it's it, it's our hour, so I it's <laughs> that's amazing timing there. Um, no, I... You have stories. Oh my goodness, we can just listen for you know. I feel I feel like we could make a whole podcast out of this. Yeah, in itself, this not is just my episode. goodness. I, but but we I promised. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, no, I feel like we. I feel like we've short we've shorted the listeners because we've just given them this wonderful tease. Really, it's just a tease of uh, you know. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Of I'm sure. Yeah. Which means the listeners just need to go buy the book. Yeah, Ooh, we guys. can. Yeah, there we go. We'll definitely direct our, our audience base to I don't even to bother, that, you know, sort of like I only, I remember I have stuff in there and what have you. Really, I, I'm a bit, it's one of these things because I do a lot of shows. I, to be honest, I haven't I stopped doing shows uh, for the past week and I'm, I'm fully booked all, all next week. Is there, is there a show that you consistently do that our listeners can find you if they want to hear more from you? Or how can they contact you going forward? <laughs> if you'd how like to be contacted, contact that is. The show, I'm usually on my own show. Uh, when I get time to get on and sure. make podcasts, um, which is UFO Paranormal TV. Um, but um, I've got a website, which is ufoparanormal.tv. And the thing is, I go out videoing. I've been on TV shows uh, filming like I got zapped by a UFO, and you can see it on my YouTube, UFO Paranormal TV on my YouTube. You can see me get hit as I'm oh. filming with a friend who's died. He's dead now. Oh. And you can wow. see there's a flash, and when you slow it down, you can see it's like six balls of light come down and hit me. And I say, hey, Keith, just give me the camera a minute. And I carry on filming it, and... Basically, what it did was I felt this power going down and up my body. And you, you can see in slow motion, it hit me, and there's a click. And someone says, oh, it's, you're putting the, the night vision on. No, if you have a look, the night vision was on to start off with. Wow. And it's still on. I haven't clicked it off. And then there's a flying man. There's a picture of the flying, a video of the flying man that falls out of the sky. It was a flying triangle. It wasn't a flying. It looked like a flying man. Um, then there's um, the dolphin, the flying dolphin. There's no tether on it, so it's not a balloon. 
Wow. Oh, there's loads of stuff. My mate, he's filmed some amazing stuff as well. Well, well that's so our listeners can definitely tune into your show. If that you would ever, be... if, by the way, if you're ever stateside around Chicago, we'd love to do some filming with you if you if you're if you're up for it. <laughs> I've got a camera. We we can go out and make a little t- bit of a time. In all seriousness, if you're ever around Chicago, we'd love to have you. Well, you you never know. Never you know, like there's a saying, never say never. I'd love to. I would love to. Seriously. Definitely. Well, um, Kara, I think we're going to have to close yeah. it up soon. Um, what we do every episode or what we like to do is we like to give everybody an opportunity for a final thought, and that's mostly yeah. us. Just giving, us, uh, giving the listeners something to take back with them, the one thing that you want them to sort of remember or, or take back from the episode. Who wants to start? Jenny, you look like you want to start, Jenny. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, thank you very much. Um, certainly lots and lots and lots of things to think about, um, you know, in, in a, a fair amount of research to be done. So there's that. <laughs> Definitely more. I'll go. go ahead, Kara. No, I've, um, back to the shadow people and orbs, I definitely have, you know, seen shadows and shadow people and gotten pictures of orbs. So it'd be fun to kind of explore, you know, is that haunting versus alien? So good, good thoughts to leave us with and a whole nother set of things to think about in the unexplainable. Tressa? Yeah, just piggyback off of that. Like you've presented so much new information that I had never considered before. Like I, 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 I need to know more. So thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. And then Russ, uh, we'll with, give you an opportunity ball. to uh, give our listeners something to take back with them. Anything you want. Um, don't believe me. It doesn't matter. But I just said, just keep an open mind. I actually, you've got to believe, I'm not bothered if people believe me or not, you know what I mean? But I'll just say, but if you don't believe me, just be careful of one lot of people, and that's the government, because they're one lot of people you do not want to believe. Any of them, all sides, left, right, or in the middle. I, you know what, uh, my final thought is actually, that's that's pretty good that you kind of nailed it on the head there. Um, you got to be careful. You got to be careful when yeah. you're thinking openly and when you're expressing your thoughts openly, you definitely don't want to end up on any lists. You don't want to ruin your life or the life of the others it's too around late. you. Yeah, so um, I'm on this list. Sorry. With that said, everybody, go ahead and check out Russ's website, his YouTube channel, and his podcast. Uh, we're probably going to see if we, he's available maybe this time next year to do a follow up. And until then, uh, we'll see you all next week. We're going to talk about uh, Krampus with Jenny, and uh, we will look forward to having you. And we hope you have a great great weekend and a great weekend coming up we'll see you next week everybody have a good night bye bye <laughs> see ya <laughs> well i hope it was uh...